for downloading this podcast from the Freedom Centre Church in Preston. Good morning. It is good to be with you in your homes again this morning. Uh, We're going to look at God's Word this morning together. So if you've got your Bible handy, you can pick it up. If it's on a shelf nearby or you can quickly run to the next room, go and grab it uh, because we're going to look at a few things together. And we're going to read uh, from the book of John, John chapter 8. So whilst you're scrambling for that shelf, the next room, the book of John chapter 8. And we're going to read just a little bit of scripture where Jesus is talking, as he did often in scripture, to the Pharisees. And we've talked about this a lot number of times before the pharisees were the religious leaders of the day and jesus regularly in scripture he took these people on he challenged them because they were the ones that often claimed to have it all together they weren't fans of grace they weren't really big fans of jesus so jesus challenged them regularly we're gonna uh, read a little interaction that jesus had with the pharisees here so if you've got your bible John chapter 8, we're going to go from verse 31. It's just uh, just five or six scriptures. But it starts in verse 31. It says, To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants and have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? So they're saying, look, we're we're part of Abraham's family. How are you on to talk about freedom? We're not slaves. We're, We're part of the team that we want to be on. We're not slaves. What are you talking about? But Jesus comes back at them in verse 34 and he says, Jesus replied, very truly, I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now, a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So famous verse coming up. So if the son sets you free, you will be free Indeed. Let's just pray before we carry on. God, I thank you for your word. I thank you that your words have life. And Lord, where we are scattered all around Preston and the surrounding area, maybe even people that are watching from further afield than that this morning, God, I thank you for that promise that who the Son sets free is free indeed. So I pray this morning. God, that we know your freedom, that we know your grace, that we know the love that you have for us. So I pray, God, through a phone, through a TV screen, through a laptop, through a tablet, however we're watching this morning, God, we pray that you speak to us this morning, that you call us on stuff, that you challenge us, and that we finish off this morning being more like you. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. In this season that we're in at the moment, we have had a lot of things taken from us, haven't we? We've had a lot of our freedoms, if you like, that have been taken away. It might have been uh, a few weeks ago, uh, things that we could do that we would just be dying to do now. Maybe it's um, going to see a friend, some family perhaps. Maybe you're missing going to the cinema or restaurants. Maybe you had a holiday booked and you've had to cancel it. Maybe uh, all kinds of things, different things that you um, want to do, but at the moment you are just not able to do. And what I've noticed, uh, what I find really interesting about this time is I'm noticing some things in myself, some things that I've found myself that I'm missing and some things 
that I'm not really missing that much. And it's been quite interesting to look at myself and think, well, it surprised me. I didn't think I'd miss that or I thought I'd miss that more, but I'm learning different things about myself. I don't know whether you've had similar sort of conversations with yourself about things that you are missing or things that you're not missing. You know, there, there are some things that I'm missing that I think are healthy to miss, you know, like um, seeing family, seeing friends, gathering together as church. I think these are all healthy things for us to be missing but maybe there are some things which you've noticed that you've been missing maybe craving to do that perhaps point to something that um something going on that's not perhaps a good thing to be missing have you perhaps i don't know maybe you found yourself over the past couple of weeks just dying to go to a shop to buy something just to get that sort of consumer kick that we like sometimes to go and buy something when we feel a bit down maybe um, it could be that you're just desperate to go to the pub it might be that you're desperate to go to a restaurant I don't know different things which all these things in and of themselves are bad things but maybe if you actually stop for a moment and you you take stock of what the things that you are missing some of them are going to be healthy things but some of them are going to point to something maybe in your life that is perhaps not a good thing. Maybe you've been using certain things as, as a fix, something where rather than going to God for an issue, you've been just spending money or going to a certain place just to try and just ease the pain of whatever it is that is going in your life. You know, a lot of our freedoms, as I said, have been taken away from us. And what is it, about three weeks ago now, um, when our Prime Minister came on the television and he announced that we were sort of going into full lockdown mode. You know, the, the schools had already closed, the restaurants already closed, but now he was talking about you've got to stay home. And I don't know whether you saw this, but there was a front cover of a newspaper, I think it was the Telegraph, the day later, and the headline said, End of Freedom. End of Freedom. The End of Freedom. Now, first of all, I don't call that a lie. That is a lie. Yes, the Prime Minister was saying that there are certain things, a number of things, loads of stuff, which we have been doing, which we're not going to be able to be doing for a while. But what we just read, the words of Jesus, is that who the Son sets free is free indeed. In John chapter 8, verse 31, where we read, the Pharisees, they heard Jesus talking about freedom. Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples and you know the truth and the truth will set you free. And the Pharisees we read, they were really confused by this. They, they didn't understand what Jesus was talking about. And they said, we're, we're Abraham's descendants. Do you not know who we are? Like, we're not slaves, we're free. We're part, we're, we're Jewish people, we're good, we're... What are you talking about, Jesus? They were confused by this. But what they did, the mistake they made is they looked at their life around them and they thought that when Jesus was talking about freedom, they thought that Jesus was talking about their context, maybe their past, maybe their situation, maybe the culture that they're a part of. But Jesus wasn't talking about that. He wasn't talking about things about where you live or what you do or your job or anything like that. He was talking about something a lot more than that. Yes, our freedoms have been taken at the moment. Many of our freedoms have been taken. But this 
um, is in the way that the Pharisees understood freedom. If we think of this, our freedoms have been taken, we're thinking like the Pharisees did. We're thinking the way like, um, like all, all my stuff, but about, about what I do, where I live, the places that I go, my freedoms have been taken. But Jesus said, that is not the kind of freedom that I'm talking about. Jesus understood freedom as something very different. The freedom that Jesus talks about is nothing to do with now to go to the shops or go to the gym or go to the cinema or go to a coffee shop on a Saturday afternoon to get the biggest slab of chocolate cake that you've seen in your life. Jesus was talking about more than this. Jesus was talking about freedom from the things in life which hold us as prisoners. You might be thinking, oh, what, what? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what these things are. You might be very aware when I say that what these things are now or might have been in your past. But just a, a small list. Jesus wants us to be free from our shame. He wants us to be free from greed, from self-loathing, from bitterness. He wants us to be free from addictions that we might have, from selfishness, from anger, from fear, from all these kinds of things. That is what Jesus is talking about when he says that he wants us to be free. Jesus died so that we could be free of all of this stuff. Jesus died so that we could know freedom. And I tell you that a lockdown like we're seeing at the moment, as hard as it is, and I'm not making light of what is going on, I'm not trying to underplay it, I take no delight in what is happening at the moment in any way, but I want to tell you that, the, that what Jesus died for, when he talks about our freedom, a lockdown cannot take away that kind of freedom. So to the Daily Telegraph, it is not the end of freedom. <laughs> Romans chapter 3 verse 22 it says that this righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe just some kind of basic theology really if you are a Christian if you're watching this this morning and at some point in your life you have come before God and you've you've repented of your sin you've said I want to follow you God if if you've done that if you've confessed in your mouth with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, which is what the scripture says, then the Bible teaches that we are made righteous. We are made right before God. All the sin, all the, all the stuff, all our, all our mistakes, that they are dealt with on the cross, that we are declared righteous through Christ Jesus. And if you are a Christian watching this morning, I want to tell you good news. You will never be more righteous than what you are right now. You will never be more righteous than you were the day that you first came to Jesus. When we come to Jesus, we are declared righteous. Our sin is gone. It's great news. There are no multiple levels to righteousness. It doesn't matter how many church services you go to, how many small groups, how many videos you watch online of worship, of preaching. It doesn't matter how many worship songs you sing, how much you read your Bible, how much you pray, whatever you do. There are not multiple levels to righteousness. But I think there are levels to freedom. 
I think there are levels to freedom. Let me just clear that up now. Jesus said, we read it this morning, that that, um, who the Son sets free is free indeed. So when you read that, we have been set free. When when we get set free, our chains have been broken. The prison cell is open and we are free. But what we find with freedom is that it can take time. It can take days, it can take weeks, months, sometimes even years to walk into the freedom that Jesus wants for us, that he has for us, that he died for us so that we could have, that we could know. This time that we're in at the moment of lockdown, as I said, maybe it's asking some questions of you. Maybe there's some things which you um, have found that you are missing, that you're finding difficult, that have surprised you and, and vice versa the other way. But what I want to suggest to you this morning, quite simply, just a short message, is that I believe this time of the end of freedom, where freedoms are being taken away from us, I want to suggest and I really believe that this could be a season where you know freedom like you have never known it before. I believe that this could be a season where you know freedom like you have never known it before. There are no multiple levels to righteousness, but there are levels to freedom. And I think that even though you might be sitting there, maybe you've been following Jesus for years, decades even. Maybe not. Maybe you've just been following Jesus for a short while. Maybe you started off and you thought this is amazing. And maybe you're kind of thinking, well, is that, is that sort of it now? Have, have I sort of reached where I can get to? No. For, for all of you, whether you've been following Jesus for 50 years or whether it's been five minutes, there is more for you to know. There is more freedom. There is more liberty that I believe that Jesus wants you to know. Like many of you, I'm sure, um, in this time we've been, we were allowed to go out for that one bit of exercise a day. So we have been going for walks around our local area, for runs around our local area. And I mean, I've been seeing like the streets busier than I've ever seen them before. All these people out for walks who I've never seen before. And I've been, we've been going for walks. And I, I went for a run a couple of weeks ago. And a few times, and I've found places, I've been like discovering new places as I've been walking that I never even knew existed, even though they've been like within minutes of my house. It's amazing, just like by exploring down a different road or a different pathway, a different lane, whatever it is, I've found like some really just like amazing places, which I never knew were so close to my house. All this time, they've been there. It's been there waiting for me. These places where I can run, where I can walk, where I can enjoy, enjoy, but it's been there, but I've not explored it. I've not reached out. I've not looked. I've not tried to pursue it. I've just kind of just been going about my everyday life, just my business, my normal thing. But because I can't go to the cinema at the moment, because I can't go to restaurants, because I can't go to the coffee shops, not like I get to do that when I've got kids anyway, but because I can't do all these things that I often do, I'm exploring some different things, I'm going different places, and I'm finding places, finding places of beauty. And what I feel is that in this time of lockdown, in this time where our freedoms have been taken, I really believe that there is freedom for us to find during this season. I think there is freedom for us to find 
during this lockdown, during this pandemic, during this time where we might not be at work, where we've got more time on our hands. Maybe even you're one of those people where at the moment lockdown is like an alien concept to you because you are busier than you have ever been. Maybe you're in one of these jobs where you are so maxed out, you are so busy with work, with the pressures at the moment, particular pressures. But I think even for you in this time, there is freedom to be found. There is freedom to be discovered. Could it be that during this time of the end of freedom, could it be that we leave this time more liberated than we have ever been? Could it be that we leave this time more liberated, knowing more freedom, knowing more than Jesus than we have ever been? You know, when we are in church, when we're seeing people every week, maybe at connect groups, um, we see each other all the time, don't we? Have you ever, I'm sure you have, you've, you, someone maybe that you've not seen for a long time, maybe you bump into an old friend after not seeing them for a couple of years, and when you don't see someone for a long period of time and then you see them again, the first thing that you often think is, God, they've aged. I mean, not me, I've not aged, but they've aged. Maybe, maybe they've put on a bit of weight, maybe they've got a few more grey hairs, whatever it might be, and you notice it when you don't see them very often. When you see them every week, you don't really see it. You just sort of, you know, you're with them all the time. You don't notice it. But I was just thinking, when we meet together again on a Sunday morning, physically, whenever that may be, wouldn't it be a wonderful thing if we walk into that room, all of us knowing more freedom than we did before, and noticing it, visibly noticing it in one another, that we are free. And I want to tell you that in this time, there is opportunity to grow in Jesus. And that happens by being in his presence. It happens by being in his presence. Maybe this is a time. Maybe when it's one of your walks out and getting your daily exercise. Maybe it's on some of the downtime that you have at the moment. Whatever it is, I'll encourage you to make just a bit of time just to ask yourself some of these questions that I've been talking about, stuff that you've been missing, stuff that you haven't been missing, it's, it, it, it shines a light on something. And I believe that maybe God just wants to point out a couple of things in our life through this season. And it's going to lead to freedom. It's going to lead to freedom if we come before God and we say, God, I've noticed, I've noticed how much I am missing spending loads of money. And I'm re I think I'm noticing that that is something that I do to make myself feel better maybe well I'll tell you that God wants you to know his love so that you get all that you need from him that's just one example but I'll encourage you have time have time in his presence have time with him where we can be healed where we can be changed and we can know freedom like freedom that we have never known before in our whole life who the son sets free he is free indeed who the son sets free is free indeed and i just want to speak over you this morning that you are free jesus died for you and you are free maybe maybe someone just this morning is watching and you've never decided that you want to follow jesus maybe i heard someone say this week there is a difference between Acknowledging that Jesus is the king and acknowledging that Jesus is my king. 
It might be that you've come to church for a while. It might be that you used to come to church, whatever it might be. It might be that you've never come to church, but maybe you see something in Jesus. Maybe you recognise the good that it has in people, how it might have changed a friend's life of yours. You might have seen that change. You might recognise that there is some kind of power in the name of Jesus, that he is the king. But I encourage you this morning that maybe this morning could be the morning where you say, no, Jesus, I want you to be my king. I want to know this freedom. I want to know this freedom that Tom's talking about. Well, I just want to pray for you this morning. I want to pray for you. I want to pray that, Lord Jesus, you just speak to that person right now, that they know you as their king in this moment, that they know that you love them, that you have got plans for them. I pray that they know that you want to see them live in such freedom and not be um, hold captive to all this rubbish from their life and their past, from all kinds of stuff. I pray that they know freedom. And for all the rest of us, people that are following Jesus, people that are walking with Jesus, may this be a time of knowing that the Son has set you free and that no cinema that is shut, no coffee shop that is shut, no workplace that is shut, no school that is shut, no football stadium that is shut, no gym that is shut, no whatever is shut, whatever is shut cannot take away the freedom that you can know in Jesus. So God, I pray as we finish this morning, God, I pray that we um, walk out of this season more free than what we walked into it. God, let us not be walking out of this time the same way that we came into it. God, let us pursue you through this time. God, I just want to invite you, we, for all of us, let's make this our prayer. God, I invite you to come during this time. And just point out places where we've been trying to get our fix from things outside of you. Where we've been trying to look to our culture, to all the things that are around us, just like the Pharisees did, looking at who they were and their culture. God, we don't look to any of that for our freedom because we know that's not the freedom that you talk of. We want freedom in our hearts, freedom in our minds, freedom in our bodies, God, from all the stuff that we've been held prisoner to. So we pray, come. Help us to walk out of these cells, God, which are open. You've, you've freed us. You've set us free. But let us walk into freedom and liberty, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. For more information about our church or to access more of our resources, please visit thefreedomcentre.com.